This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 770, A Tale of Two Vacations, by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. This is the podcast where I act as a personal narrator for you, totally free of charge, unless you wanna contribute, of course. I narrate the best blogs on personal development, minimalism, productivity, and more. Today's article is from Mr. Money Mustache. For now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. A Tale of Two Vacations by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. Well, the mustache family is home at last. We touched down in Colorado yesterday morning after an uneventful flight. I learned that United Airlines now makes their attendants shriek a brief advertisement or two into the cabin microphone before letting people settle in. This time was an encouragement to do some shopping in the in-flight catalog and to sign up for a United Mileage Plus Visa. Very classy. Once home, I capped the leaky water pipe, restored water pressure to the house, and real life resumed. Despite the fact that the outside temperature was about 20 degrees Fahrenheit, Junior Stash insisted that we go out for a bike ride immediately. Not one to break my own rules about biking in winter, we bundled up and had a great time. But this article isn't about the seven-week trip to Hawaii I just took. It's about the one I didn't take, but might have, if I were a standard financial blogger instead of Mr. Money Mustache. Talking to some of the other travelers on the return flight home, I heard from one slightly older couple who had just spent a week in a Waikiki hotel. We'd love to stay longer, but you know, it's hard to get the time off of work, said the guy. He seemed eager to show that he could afford it if he wasn't so busy working. He had an extremely fancy watch and mentioned that he had stayed at the Ritzy Hilton Hawaiian Village for the week they were there. I also learned that they live in Colorado Springs and are hoping to start some major home renovations, even asking if they could get a business card for my little carpentry business. But the considerable difference between their vacation and my own got me thinking a little bit. How would the costs stack up if the MMM family had chosen a week at the Hilton instead of our own multi-stage adventure that began in late November? After all, I've walked through that Hilton many times and I'll admit, it is a beauty polished stone walkways and perfectly manicured tropical indoor and outdoor grounds lit beautifully with all those shops and restaurants laid out so nicely in a pedestrian-friendly village. You never have to prepare a meal for yourself and you could even throw in a few guided tours to see the attractions of the island. Sounds great to me. Shall we write up an invoice? Vacation length. For the Hilton, seven days. For MMM, 49 days. Mustachians get one week for every day the Hiltonians get. Three plane tickets, $2,100 for Hilton and the same for Mustachian. Accommodation, $2,504 for Hilton, $190 Mustachian. We did spend one night in a different Waikiki hotel on our wild family night out in Honolulu. One week car rental, $388 for the Hilton, $288 Mustachian. If you rent at the airport, you pay more. One week hotel parking, $189 Hilton, zero dollars mustachian. You don't get a parking spot with that $350 a night Hilton room, surprise. Food premium over base home groceries, $500 Hilton, $200 mustachian. Assuming $100 a week home groceries, roughly $40 per person per day restaurant food versus our own slightly higher grocery spending while there. Booze, $210 Hilton, $21 mustachian. One drink per adult per night times seven nights, $15 each at Hilton, $1.50 each at local wine or beer shop. Island activities, $400 Hilton, 
$0 mustachian. Snorkeling, North Shore tour, sunset boating, hikes, etc. Total, $6,291 Hilton, $2,799 mustachian. Cost per day, $899 Hilton, $57.12 mustachian. But even with those favorable numbers, there can be no pretending that the MMM family has just returned from a frugal vacation. Flying my family across the Pacific Ocean is an enormously spendy luxury and totally unnecessary as part of leading a happy life. Part of the philosophy of this blog is that you don't have to be completely virtuous with your spending choices if you can afford them, but you do have to be aware of your fancy pants luxury spending when it happens. The mere act of acknowledging it can help keep it from getting out of hand. Nowadays, I like to think of a reasonable vacation as one that costs less than your net earnings during the period of the trip. This is a pretty strict definition of an affordable vacation, but if you can manage to follow it, it will definitely keep you out of trouble. As noted in Making Money While Taking Vacations, we usually take long but inexpensive trips, living like locals whenever possible. The rewards of this are more than financial. We had the opportunity to meet at least 40 new people who live in Hawaii, paddle a stand-up paddleboard out across the open sea to an island, hike into the mountains to two different waterfalls, work out in the same gym that the President Obama uses while on vacation, learn free diving in 30-foot deep water at a wild beach where an enormous pipe breeds hot water from a power plant out into the sea attracting beautiful fish, attend dinners and parties throughout the little town of Kailua, and put almost 200 miles on the borrowed beach cruiser bicycle that served as our transportation for most of the trip. But the financial part is not to be ignored either. I was forced to make two transfers out of the bank account because the passive retirement income was building up faster than we could spend it. You just listened to the post titled A Tale of Two Vacations by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. I'll keep this ending short for you. Have a very happy Friday and I will be back over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.